Hello everyone and welcome back to a Dosavari. So I know that I said I'll be posting weekly segments or bi-weekly segments, but uh, I was feeling kind of inspired right after uh, I finished meditating uh, about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and I was just feeling that gratitude when I, when I was done. It was one of those meditations where I felt myself crying, like, at the end. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever uh, experienced that, but you start to get, like, pretty emotional and it feels very uh, strong. So, anywho, when I was done, I just started thinking about everything that I'm grateful for. And I feel like it's kind of important to sit back and really count things that you are grateful for every day. Even try to implement it in the morning, at night, before bed. I mean, you know, on your way to work, wherever you feel comfortable. Um, it really helps put a lot into perspective. I know uh, we're living through a pretty rough time right now. Um, we're all in the midst of a global pandemic. <sighs> I mean, just what? I mean, what the fuck is happening? Uh I remember I watched Coronavirus Explained on Netflix two days ago, and it was really informative. So I definitely recommend everyone uh, to give it a watch if possible. But I want to get off track. So when I was feeling that gratitude when I was done, I just wanted to share that with you guys. And I wanted to ask everyone um, just to think for yourself, whoever's listening, one, two, how many people? As long as I am able to resonate with one person, that's enough for me. That's awesome. I mean, I'm a Joe Schmo down the street. So if you're listening to this, that's that's pretty fucking pretty fucking rad. <laughs> um, but anywho, so I wanted to share that because I felt like right now during this time, it's hard to really be grateful. People are dying. People are losing their parents, a sibling, a best friend. You know, whoever it is close to you, maybe that's impacted that you love. Their family's impacted. I know it has hit pretty close to home for me. Um, so I I wanted to think about things I was grateful for. And I named three things. And I'm implementing this every day. Three things I'm grateful for. Today it was having the body, having a healthy body, two legs that get me to where I got to go. And that's something I think a lot of people take for granted. Having also, I uh, said, having two parents that love me. I'm very fortunate for that, right? And what else? It's really as simple as that. Um, oh, and I said, I'm grateful that I'm able to feel the sun's warmth on my skin. <laughs> Whatever the hell that meant, but it felt pretty good to say it. I was just free associating. <laughs> and it's really as simple as that. It feels silly at first because we are so used to being almost like embarrassed or like ashamed of being vulnerable so with that being said uh yeah and i want to know how you guys practice that or if you do or if you think it's important to implement into your daily routine um and i also know being home right now for individuals that let's say are are battling depression it's hard to be home because their external outlets outside of the house they aren't there because we need i mean for those that are depressed you know we need consistent 
uh, distractions so we're not sitting with our thoughts and being home. When I say we, when I say we, it's because I know what that feels like, but also because I don't like to use polarizing or I guess isolating language. I always, maybe I always say it because at my internship, uh, the mental health clinic, when I had the, when I was fortunate enough to, um, get a caseload of clients and conduct kind of psychotherapy with them as a training for training for myself. Um, I would always use very inclusive language. Um, so it doesn't make them feel so alone. Um, so I think that's really important. So I just wanted to give that little side note. Um, back to what I was saying though, having all this extra time also for individuals that are anxious. Um, it feels nice. I know personally with me, I, really am enjoying being home because I'm having all this time to recharge and it kind of also makes me feel a little stressed um, because I know eventually I'm going to have to perform again when I say perform I mean perform at work or you know well (laughs) when I am lucky enough to get a full-time job because I am graduating um, this month wow it's May 2nd already wow so yeah, um, knowing I'm going to have to perform eventually. And I know that there are a lot of people feeling that same way. When I went on Reddit, uh, for those that use Reddit, um, there was a subreddit called Anxiety. Uh, the handle wasn't just Anxiety. And this one post popped up on my feed and it said, uh, anyone else feeling anxious about things going back to normal again? So that was very interesting. And I state all of this because it's very easy to get caught up in our thoughts, our worries about the future, that it really robs us of our present. And it's so hard for people to ground themselves because we constantly need to be stimulated in whatever way that means. A personal opinion, but that's that's what I feel and what I what I understand from through through my eyes. And yeah, so it's hard. So I say this again to bring it back full circle because I want to just emphasize how we get caught up in our daily thoughts and the modes of, of living that we often forget to take a step back and be really objective and view things through an objective lens um, when it comes to being gracious or, or, or feeling feeling grateful. Um, and yeah, so let's let's just take a moment i'm gonna stay silent for probably like five seconds so you can think for yourself yes i'm forcing you to do something if you care to (laughs) so you can yourself just think for a second about what you're grateful for as silly as it may sound to you so what did you think about what came to your mind firsthand came right to the to the front of your mind sit on that and think about that kind of puts things a little in perspective and if it doesn't maybe there's a different way you can do it by writing it down or um saying it out loud if you if you did or you know um putting it in notes in your phone (laughs) and with all this extra time being home too we are having much more exposure to social media and i want to save this topic for another time but i just feel it's a little important to mention because i felt it helps um credit what i want to say so being home you're being more exposed to everyone else's highlight reels um whatever that means how how healthy they're eating right now um how much they're working out at home and i feel like there's some guilt that can be you know 
that, that we might feel because of all this extra time. So when you're seeing everyone else being so productive, <laughs> like Stacy looks so good. She's been doing so great. Like Stacy doesn't even look like Stacy. Stacy doesn't even know how great she's doing <laughs> because that Stacy person that you're thinking of in your head right now, I'm sure there's one person that you're thinking of. Um, they're not showing you the reality. You know, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And and it's easy for us to say that. But when we're, you know, confronted and faced with everyone's, you know, perfectly curated lives, it's easy to forget that the reality of it. Because it's constantly in your fucking face. (laughs) Like, think about how many times you might wake up during the week and you're scrolling on social media in the morning and you're scrolling at night and your phone is giving you that lovely reminder that, hey, you spent seven hours on social media this week. Or however long, two hours, whatever it is. That's fucking long. <laughs> so the more we're exposed to that, it can be really detrimental to our mental health. Um, I'll put some credible articles um, to back me up in the description of this episode because I feel like it's always important to reference where you're getting your information from. Um, and that's another, wow, another topic I should discuss in the future because there's a lot I'd like to say about that um, as well for those that get what I'm saying. <laughs> Anywho, yes, so... I, uh, there's a lot of articles I have been reading or have read in the past about social media and how it really impacts mental health. Um, it can really exacerbate people's, let's say people's triggers of whichever that trigger is. I'm just going to use a specific example. Let's say individuals that are battling or have battled, uh, with an eating disorder and there's all these pro anorexia, pro bulimia pages or individuals that have attempted suicide or or you know have suicidal ideations and there's these pro suicide pages they are there people if you type in the right hashtag you will you will find it and it's it's fucked up um there's so much shit on this inter- on the inter- on this internet did you hear me i sounded like my nona on this internet so <laughs> oh gosh yeah, um, I also did a research study, um, I think two semesters ago, in my graduate research class, um, and I actually was fortunate enough to get it published, um, about the impact on self-perception. Don't worry, I'm, I'm gonna, you'll see why I'm saying all this to relate it back to being grateful. I'm sure you can put the pieces together, though. But anywho, uh, and yeah, I had uh, 50 young, healthy uh, adults, and uh, I had a pretest and a a post-test, and in between the pre-test and the post-test, I, I timed them for 10 consecutive minutes as they browse social media consecutive, like continuously uh, without stopping. And anywho, the end result, I say anywho a lot, anyway, <laughs> the end result was that uh, it does impact self-perception. Uh, the, the questions on the pre-test and post-test uh, consisted of like other people's uh, success, um, are indications of my failures, are an indication of my failures, uh, yeah, or, you know, things like that, or, uh, even though I see people photoshopping, it still feels real to me, things like that, so it really emphasized how much it can really impact an individual's, uh, you know, mindset, so, Anyway, um, and yeah, there was also uh, a lot of articles on, uh, let's say, the old Facebook executive, or he was responsible for collecting uh, individuals to use Facebook. Um, I can't remember exactly what his specific position was, but he had a very significant uh, job, and he was one of the first uh, people on on Facebook's team to help get it jump-started, and he stopped Facebook, and he literally said Facebook knew what they, like, everyone that, uh, 
you know, contributed to creating Facebook knew what they were doing. And they knew that there was a vulnerability in the human psyche. And I'll also post this article in the brief description of this episode. And yeah, and he found they found that vulnerability and they exploited it. And what that means is basically, like, let's say you get all of these likes on your status. And this can apply to Instagram and Twitter, too. It's, it, the, the platform is very similar in the way it's utilized. Um, and yeah, and basically... It was pretty detrimental um, to individuals using it that, that still currently use it or fall, fall victim to the trap. Uh, they basically, you know, get all these likes and then it kind of feels like you get a hit of dopamine. And it's been proven it's similar to the effects of cocaine. And the more likes you get, the more comments, you know, it's fueling you. It's making you feel validated. And then you need, you need that hit again once it's over. Uh, and some are more vulnerable than others, but I think it's it can ring true to many individuals and it's pretty relevant to to mass you know to the mass population. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty interesting, and I thought that was just very significant to to note because think about how much you're using social media home right now with all this extra time on your hands. You know, the more exposure, because maybe I'm sure it's exacerbating a lot of a lot of internalized um you know things or 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 issues that people are kind of struggling with that you might not know um and yeah so it it kind of makes you feel angry or sad or insecure whatever whatever you you feel when you kind of get off social media whatever you expose yourself to in that time and i think it's important to filter out what you're exposing yourself to and kind of changing maybe the, the the your feed the content on your feed i'm sure that can can really help a lot I, I know when i deleted instagram well before i deleted it i was doing that and it helped a lot but then i just was over it honestly so all i really have is snapchat this reddit and tiktok <laughs> tiktok um so yeah um, but any and on TikTok too, it's very it can be pretty tough too. Um, I hear I heard that a lot from very young clients I had, or just people I would talk to in general, even people my age. I'm 24 or older. You know, all these perfect bodies, perfect lives. Everyone seems to be so put together, even though it's all filtered bullshit. You know. So yeah, um, and it's hard to feel grateful. That's that's what I was getting at. It's hard to feel grateful. It's hard to feel grateful when you're consistently faced with things that you lack or things that you wish you had. Or, oh, if I had that car, if I had that person's job, if I had their perfect family, I'd be happy. Things would be great. And that's a typical cognitive distortion. No, you wouldn't, right? Because then you just got to find something else. That's how we are. Always looking for the next thing, no matter what category that falls under. So try to try to implement try to implement things that remind you to be grateful. Think about an exercise you can do, whether it's naming three things, whether it's just walking in the street and seeing someone with their dog that's really happy. I mean, it's really as simple as that. And before you know it, you are going to be really changing that that lens that you see the world through or yourself through. And it can really make an impact. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's your dose today. <laughs> um, I just really wanted to get to that and, and really uh, emphasize how important it is to remember what you're grateful for. All right, guys. So I know uh, I said that I'll be doing weekly episodes, and I will. But uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, I just felt pretty inspired. And I'm sure I'll be doing this pretty randomly in between weekly episodes. <laughs>
I'm going to have to find a structure. But thanks for sitting with me and being here with me and taking a moment to listen. And I appreciate, you know, the 16 minutes you gave me. All right, guys, have a good one and see you soon.